Great message from one of our sponsors there. Pacers running for every run. They got you covered. Make sure you check them out in person at one of their stores in the DMV or check them out online. We got an online fitting from them. It was great, easy. They put us in the right pair of shoes. Stoner's out there actually running again. First time really since the start of uh, the pandemic. Yeah, man. Uh, getting fit and uh, getting ready for his his mama to come home and show her show uh, show some of those Benjamin St. Juice moves. Mm. Ooh. Put, now, getting getting fit as well is Chase uh, Young. Don't know why I spaced on that one, but Chase Young is trying to get healthy. He was not activated. He So we won't see him here. He was not even going to start practice. Might start practice next week. Stoner, when would you like to see him back? Uh, let's, let's not like put a timeline on it as far as fans are concerned. Let's just say when the organization and Chase Young and the doctors all think he's ready. I don't know when that's going to be. I, my best case scenario was before this green Bay game in the off season when we heard all about this. So we have no idea how these injuries work and how each one responds to it. So, but hopefully, hopefully next week they'll take him off of the, the the IR right so we can get that uh three week window that 21 day window when they can activate him and get him ready he's gonna need at least a week of practice don't you think at least like Mm -hmm. at least one full week maybe even more but um so maybe Minnesota or maybe they just wait till they come home who's after Minnesota remind me Who's that? Is that Philly? Is that the Monday night game? No that it's uh there's one more between Philly now you're gonna make me look it up uh, are you sure? So it's uh, it's this week is Indy, Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota, Minnesota, and then help me out. Did you have Houston? Is it Houston then? Uh, after uh, I think or Atlanta? After so is, no, it uh, is Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Sorry, yeah. it's Philadelphia then Houston, Atlanta. Yeah, so it might That's be the, the Monday night game against uh, Philly. Might be his uh, return. That That's kind of my that's my best guess. But whatever it is, make sure he's a hundred percent. None of this, uh, you know, feeling pretty good. No, no. He's got to be uh, 100%. But, I mean, this could go all the way until who knows. They've got – they haven't activated that three-week window yet. So, once they do that, then they've got three weeks. And they could have those three weeks and then just say, you know what, he's still not right. Mm-hmm. Shut him down the rest of the year, too. They don't have to activate That's it. That's possible. That might be the case – if EP is right and uh, she thinks they're not telling us something about this injury, Trev, what do you think about that statement? Is that do you think that there's merit to that? Do you think they're hiding something from us? No, I don't think so because we've seen clips. I think at the Packers game, he was on the field doing hard agility cuts and agility runs and training. And so I think if there was something that they were hiding from us, we wouldn't like we wouldn't see him working out pregame or off to the side. He would just be standing there and they're like, wait a minute, I thought he's ready to go. And they're saying this, but why is he not working out with the rest of the team? Then I'd be like, they're not telling us something. Mm-hmm. But he's showing all the signs that he's almost ready to go. And they came out today saying they want to see one more doctor just to be on the safe side because he could have practiced this week. But they wanted to, you know, just have one more go at it, see what's going on, and then he should be ready to go uh, next. I think it's it's next. widely known that it's more than an ACL. Oh, yeah. Just an ACL. He, like, Logan Thomas was from another just an ACL. Part of, he had to get, like, another part of his knee. Yeah, full reconstruction, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so it's going to so take a little longer. Bit longer. But, yeah, because um, yeah, we don't want a Logan Thomas situation because now his knee's fine, but now his calf is bad, which I think mm-hmm. is why he came back early because now he has – so we don't want that to happen. I think they're doing – a genius job with this rehab because he's our number two overall pick. We saw what he's capable of doing. He's a franchise player. He's a generational player, generational talent. That's not something we just want to throw to the fire just because of what we saw he can do. We want to keep him safe and sound so we can get better and, and add on to what he's already done for us. So I think they're doing great with what they're doing. Well, and that same thing here from outlaw King seven, five, seven, he, they ask what's the point to activate him for the Philly game this season will almost be over. Just keep him on the sidelines. You're talking about protecting our, our investment, Trevor. Mm-hmm. Is, is it worth it to even bring him back if, if by the Philadelphia game they're yeah. out of it, even though we already talked about how they're right in the thick of it right now? I, I You bring him back. I mean, I think of it. You bring him back. You give him a shot. I mean, he's, 
been working his butt off, rehabbing, rehabbing. And if you think he's go, he's good to go. And doctors say he's good to go. And he comes out and he's not good to go. Then you shut it down. But you got he, he's at least owed that chance to see if he can go. You know what I mean? He wants to play football. He's a football player. He's yeah, a janitor. He's an athlete. He wants to it's a divisional game. What if we do beat uh, Indianapolis and the Vikings, and then we're five, five and four, and yeah. now it's Philly? You definitely want to bring him back. Because what if Philly loses these next two games, and they're six and three now, and now we're in we're five and four? You know what I mean? So it's like, yeah. and even if you're try. even if you're four and five, we've you seen it back. in the NFC. Eleven of the sixteen teams in the entire division are at five hundred or worse. Yeah, that's only. So it's not it's, over after no, eight nine games. games. After that. Yeah. yeah, there's a there's a long way to go. And if long we do, if we do bring him back, then he's going to play, and he remains healthy. He'll play the same amount of games as he played before he got hurt. He missed what, like week nine? He got hurt last year, or something like that. Last Somewhere half of the there. season. Yeah. So it's like if he comes back now, and that's like a, that's like a whole year full recovery right there. So yeah. No, you bring him back when he's healthy. Yeah, yeah. Commander Lorian brought up the the training staff, and that kind of mishap is is why we lost generational talent. Uh, and Williams, there, the best yeah. left tackle in the game. Yeah. Do you have faith, Stoner, in in this this uh, training staff to, you know, to get Chase back to where he was his rookie season? It's a different training staff. It's not the same guys. The other guy's in jail, right? <laughs> wherever he is, or he's DEA under indictment. <laughs> yeah, DEA Ryan's in uh, in jail or wherever he's sitting. No, no, seriously, it is different guys. But I mean, it's they're professional. They're they're doctors. Okay, not every doctor is perfect. It's not a curse over the organization, and then we have the worst training staff. <laughs> it happens everywhere. Again, There's a reason why it's practicing medicine. Right? I get it's it. Not- I get it that it's Trent Williams and that they screwed up his his whole issue with his yeah. But you know what? Again, what about the hundreds and hundreds of other guys who have had injuries and who have come back and who have played for this organization? Can it, I name one? Can I name one? Sure. Alex Smith. There you go. There's one for you that oh, that's, had that's, his leg that's, amputated. The man almost died. Yeah, for a broken leg, and, and he played. Played right. Okay, I mean, all say. there's all kinds of them. Just think, just think of this year. Um, you know, from last year. I mean, you, you had Logan, but yeah. uh, Logan is re-injured it a little bit, or his calf. Yeah. Maybe mm-hmm. he compensated. Whatever. You had Curtis Samuel, who was hurt. J.D. McKissick, who was hurt. Gibby uh, was hurt for a little bit. Yeah. On the flip side, guys, you got oh, Jahan Dotson, who seemed to be rushing back mm-hmm. a little bit well, and I, potentially I, re-aggravating an injury. That's tough. Hamstrings and groins, I think, are the toughest to diagnose. Yeah. Because one day you could be feeling great. We saw with Curtis Samuel last year. He was practicing. He was ready to go. He's going to pitch count. Next thing you know, he's back in the garage. Those are just too hard to diagnose. So those are, uh, yeah, that's. EP, stop reading headlines and read the whole story. What did she say? What was that one? EP said he went to the military uh, in this referencing. And he got some assistance. He didn't uh, just leave the team doctors and say, I'm going over here and never going back to the team. And then showed up one day and said, I'm ready to play football. (laughs) (laughs) Alex Smith definitely. Yeah, a lot of the rehabbing was done with the military because that's how extensive that injury was. Yes, was they uh, went there. B Rob is a great example from racing here. Yeah, within a month. Yeah, so I'm confident in this training staff about the injury. Yeah, but I get it. I I understand the the whole thing with Trent Williams and they botched it. Maybe with Jordan Reed with his concussions, they botched it or whatever. But they don't botch every single one. This is kind of my point. <laughs> All right, fair enough. Well, Randall for like three days. That's on the on the the serious side of injuries. Let's get to who is on the injury report right now, Trev. Who for us? Who? Or yep. Right. Right here for with us, us. And, then, and then we'll go to the Colts. These are DNPs today. Sadiq Charles. Guard. Okay. Slow down. Slow down. DNP Sadiq Charles. Sadiq Charles. Guard. Illness. Illness. Okay, so, be, you'll be oh, fine. Okay. So he should be all right. Yeah. Okay. John Dotson, hamstring, DNP. So he didn't even practice. No. That's a that's a problem. I don't oh. think we see Jahan Dotson this week. I don't think so either. Yeah. No, for sure. Cole Holcomb, foot DNP. That's a DNP. problem. That's that's a little bit of who's his backup? Bostic? 
probably nice probably gets or, out there. It's probably Boston because he's a signal caller just as well as as uh yeah. Cole. I like yeah, that's not good either. William Jackson back DNP slash request trade. They they flipped that off, but <laughs> uh, Cole <laughs> yeah, Turner. Concussion. concussion. Yeah, I don't think we'll that. see him. By the way, that was Heineke's fault. Yeah, okay. yeah. Hospital ball. Now we're going to get to limited. Uh, Deami Brown, groin. So that's expected. Yeah, limited, though. But, I mean, at least he was out there. Right? Uh, Logan Thomas, calf limited. So he was out there today. Nikki J did say she was. he was there participating. Yeah. And uh, Jonathan Williams, knee limited as well. Yeah. Sam, Thomas, Sam Cosme, finger full. Full and, practice. Hold on. He had a full practice today. Oh, yeah. Club and everything. Hmm. I, I, you know what? I should have checked. Was he practicing at guard or tackle? I don't know. You know, you know what I mean? Did he play on Sunday? Uh, I mean, he was dressed. I don't know that he got yeah, any I don't, snaps. Lucas was still out there, yeah. Okay. Do you know um, that Cornelius Lucas is the number yeah. one rated tackle for run blocking? Mm-hmm. BFF grade. Number one. And we don't run the ball. NFL. I think right tackle, not – all tackles, right tackles. We should probably run Still. some more. I, I love my man Stoner with the sniff test, bringing out mm-hmm. the PFF grades. Hey, and then hey. there's one <laughs> more. I, I had the sniff test on Cornelius Lucas. I said the boy can play. The guy can one, play. One more person who's a full participant. All right. Taylor Heineke, calf. Really? Yeah. So he's complaining he, a little bit of the calf. He, but he did the whole thing. He yeah, interesting. All. I didn't even see Colts that. Right. We're doing Colts now? Yeah. Yeah, let's do the Colts. Uh, these two are DNPs, but this is because of a rest. Uh, Stefan Gilmore, stud cornerback, mm-hmm. and defensive end Yannick Ngaku. Ngakwe, maybe? Ngakwe, maybe, yeah. They're yeah, both all right. Yeah, they're studs. Uh, defensive end rookie Quiddy Pay out of Michigan, DNP, mm-hmm. ankle. He probably won't be a go. Mm-hmm. Uh, Matt Ryan, right shoulder slash bench warmer now. He's a DNP. Mm-hmm. I heard a good nugget about that. Maybe Frank White said, um, yeah, no matter what the injury, he's still getting benched, but we'll get to that. Uh, linebacker Grant Stewart, pectoral, he's, he's done, DNP. Mm-hmm. And linebacker JoJo Dor- Doman, Daman, abdomen, he was limited. Mm-hmm. Uh, their center, Ryan Kelly, knee, limited. Yep. Uh, wide receiver Kiki Kuti, concussion, full. Uh, linebacker Zaire Franklin, shoulder, full. Shaq Leonard back full and Luke Rhodes long snapper. He's shoulder. He's a full Shaq Leonard is one to, to watch because he was a full participant last week. And then later in the week, he, they ruled him out. So he's been, oh, he didn't even play. Nah, he's been battling all season back, nose, ankle. So hmm. we don't know if there's going to play this week, but that's Wednesday's report. And Jonathan Taylor's no longer on their injury report, huh? No, so he's, he's not. So he's good to go. He just doesn't get the ball. <laughs> so the uh, the interesting nugget I heard about Ryan, <clears throat> and that the reason the the whole injury situation and how they're just not going back to him, mm-hmm. if he's injured next year when they get ready for camp, there's, there's some window or whatever. If he's injured during that time, then they owe him like an extra seventeen million dollars. Mm-hmm. So they don't mm-hmm. want him injured. That's they want him healthy one of the now. biggest reasons they're well, that's why I said regardless of the injury. Yeah, okay. he's not he's done, which is crazy, crazy, crazy how that whole situation played out from the offseason and how like, Jim Ursay was killing everybody about how Matt Ryan is great and uh, you you had uh what's his face in tears because of how much he uh or no throwing up is what it was because of how much he reminded uh uh, there's Reggie Wayne was just like, I th- I'm uh, throwing yeah. up how much he reminds me of Peyton Manning. Uh, <laughs> rookie Peyton Manning? Because uh, he definitely didn't look like vintage Peyton Manning out there. The The Colts come into this game 3-3-1, three, three and one, the definition of 500, mm. right? They are just mm. a, a boring team. They tied mm. against the Texans to open up their season, got routed at Jacksonville 24 to nothing. Yeah, uh, they kept it. They they beat the Chiefs though, twenty to seventeen. Which is then turn around and law. Yeah, insane. it's random. It's it, yeah, any given Sunday, right? After you get blanked by the Jaguars, you go out and you beat the Chiefs, uh, yeah. who are Super Bowl contenders. You mm-hmm. lose to the Titans t- by a touchdown. Then you have an ugly game against the Broncos, twelve to nine. Uh, then beat 
Jaguars, 34 to 27. Offense came alive for that one. How is it? How is it that the first time you play Jacksonville, you score zero? And the second time you score 34. I don't I don't understand the NFL, and it's why I, I don't want Maryland to allow me to bet on my mobile phone because I you just can't bet this NFL. It's it's, it's gonna be a mess for you, right? Oh. The uh then they uh they lost to the Titans last week 19 to 10, a team that Washington uh lost to as well. So they lost to the Titans twice. Uh, Washington the once uh, we were closer than they were in both times, but hmm. it's not really here and there because it's, it's an, any, any given, uh, any given Sunday here for yeah. these teams. What do you guys think of the Colts as a team? Obviously we're going to talk about the Sam thing here in a little bit, but what do you, what do you think of them as a, a team here? They, they only score 16 points a game for the record. horrific offensively. Now we're not that much better. Right, we're at seventeen point nine, I think, and they're at sixteen. But still, sixteen is what thirty first in the league, maybe. I think. Yeah, it's. I'd have to pull that up specifically, okay, just, but yeah, they not that important. But uh, I mean, offensively, they are horrific. They talked of so much about this. The reason Carson Wentz, <clears throat> excuse me, was uh, so good last year was because their running game, right? That's what they were saying in in Indianapolis was their because their running game. That's why he was so good, right? And this year they're thirtieth in rushing at eighty one yards per game. They are horrific at running the ball. Their offense is terrible, all the way around. Listen to this. Here's a few stats I pulled. The Colts are second in most sacks given up this year, with twenty four. Here we come. They are third most in pressures given up. At 110. Here we come. They're the most. They've given up the most QB hits 88 oh, times. We're here. Now that has a lot to do with Matt Ryan being a statue back there, right? But whatever. And pass protection. Uh, and then, of course, they have the – yeah, of course, it's their pass protection. And then, of course, they have that 30th-ranked rushing and, like, the 31st-ranked scoring team. They are horrific offensively. Mm-hmm. Our strength right now is stopping the run. Right, defensively, right, and they've got a rookie, not a rookie quarter. I keep saying rookie, his first start. Mm-hmm. I mean, you just got to get after him. Yeah, this is this get is after a- him with with everything you got. You got to send six, seven guys every single play. Stop mm-hmm. the run first with those guys, mm-hmm. and then go get that quarterback. Mm-hmm. And hopefully, he's he's playing like a deer in the headlights, and mm-hmm. everything's too fast for him, and you just pummel him six or seven times and he throws a pick and they do nothing on the ground and you beat them 24 10. Yeah. That's the recipe for, for beating them is to get after Ellinger. He's got wiggle. Okay. Mm-hmm. He can run. So they have to watch out for that. Did you see his stats in college? I didn't even realize how good he was at Texas. News lights out. Nathan, you got those stats by chance? I don't have those stats by chance. Uh, But I can tell you this. I mean, he he was a legitimate college quarterback, lots of spirit. I mean, this is he's uh he's like the the wish uh Baker Mayfield, okay? This guy he he is very much like Taylor Heineke. He's 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 just a younger version, right? He's doesn't have a strong arm, but he can he can push the ball downfield when needed. He he's definitely somebody who's going to move with his legs, and he's he's somebody I think the team the Indianapolis Colts can rally around when he does something big. And it's to mm-hmm. me that's a lot like Baker Mayfield. You saw that in Cleveland. You know he would get just rocked on the sideline and then storm storm up in the field and do like a first down motion, and everyone goes <laughs> wild, mm-hmm. and, and then they lose the game twenty one to seven. Yeah, but, uh, and, and and that's what you're going to get with uh, with Sam behind center is he's going to make a couple of plays that you're, you're going to be like, wow, how did he get away from that? Or, Oh, look at him run. And then he's, he's going to make some boneheaded plays because he's a second year player in the NFL and doesn't matter. Texas hasn't been back uh, in in some time. And they, so they're not playing up the, the good competition there uh, down in uh, uh, the Lone Star state. And yeah. now he's playing against even better competition. So, but he will provide an exciting game. And I do think that he's going to give Washington some fits, even, even as good as this defense has been playing. There's no one, there's no tape on him. 
right? There's yeah. not there's not well, any NFL tape on him. Mm-hmm. So, th- you know, what he's going to provide is going to be similar, I think, to what Taylor, you know, brought for Washington against Tampa Bay in the playoff game, right? There's going to be some excitement. I mm-hmm. don't think that they win, spoiler alert, but uh, I do think Sam has the potential to give this team fits. He's not going to be a long-term solution for the Colts, but for – for what they, you know, where they drafted him, I think that he'll be exciting. I think in our quarterbacks episode, uh, Stoner, I don't know if you remember, we kind of threw him in with the all others. And he was one that I said that I wouldn't mind if Washington threw a flyer on because cool. he, you're talking about Sam Ellinger. Yeah. I didn't know we talked about him at all. Oh, we just threw him in the all others because we talked about the the big we we skipped the the big names because we knew we weren't going to get anybody. We yeah. talked about the mid round ones for for last year, and then I, I was just like, okay, any QB flyers, and you're like, no, they're all trash. And I was like, Sam Ellinger is one I'd have my eye on, and that's largely because as a Sooner fan, I got to see a lot of him play. And again, that's what you want from a late round pick is somebody who maybe not is going to develop, but this is a Colt McCoy, even though Colt McCoy was taken high. This is somebody who you can get, uh, you know, like I said, Taylor Heineke, you're going to get some good plays out. On paper. Yes, that part, Gus Bus is really nice. The one and three record versus Oklahoma. On paper, this should be a route. It, it won't should be. be a route. It should won't be, be, but won't be. But it should On be the like field a, should be a game. On the field, it should be a route, too. That's what I'm saying. It should be, if you just look at everything, and just common sense say this should be a route. It probably won't be. And heck, there you know, there's a chance you know Washington you know loses. What? But I got a good, I got a, I got a nice, funny feeling. We might have a route on our hands this game. I really yeah. do. Yeah. I mean, here's. I think Sam's gonna, like you said, Nathan's gonna do some wild things because we don't have tape on him. But that's not gonna last the whole game. We're gonna figure yeah. him out. We're gonna figure him out easily, probably by second quarter, and then just go to town. I mean, he's a sixth rounder yeah. for a reason. Okay, yeah. he's never played in an NFL regular season game. He has. He has three rushes, but no start. <laughs> well, okay. Are those big formations? I saw that stat. Like I saw that stat. He has legit three rushes in NFL season. Yeah, zero starts at quarter. Like zero starts. That's yeah. why. Yeah. So there, there shouldn't be anything that he's going to go out there and do, and 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 take away, you know, and make this Washington defense look bad. I don't care if you're if you're taking him lightly and you don't think he can do certain things on defense and you're being a, a little bit casual, but still, just based on pure instinct and athleticism, this defense should be able to dominate this horrific offensive line. Yes. And a quarterback that has no business <laughs> beating an NFL team right now. He just That's has true. But then again, the Colts beat the Chiefs earlier this year. So. But they had Matt Ryan. And that was like the second game of the season. The Chiefs were still trying to get continuity, but then by the third game, they, they were them. rusty. That's what yeah. it was. That's exactly what it was. Oh, Thank goodness. You. Oh, they were nervous. Tanner, Tanner is jumping in here. He says, uh, people, my head in. I'm less depressed now that we're winning. Winning does tend does. to cure all things. Right. I want to remind people, you're going to want to stick around when we get to the warm-up. We got a huge announcement you're going to cool want down. to be here for. Okay, the cool down. Yeah, sorry, the cool down. I'm sorry, it's just it's so hot. That announcement's so hot. I'm just thinking about warming up. <laughs> and but, by the uh, way, yeah, before, stick, stick with that one. We're before, not transitioning to that yet, but because we oh, still okay. got lots of Colts talk. Yeah, but just wanted to uh, remind everybody also, hit that like button for us. Make sure you hit that yeah, like absolutely. button. Make sure you hit that like, subscribe to the channel if you haven't really. already. And uh, and uh, we love bringing good content here every Wednesday, and of course during the games and on day after reckoning, and then every now and then on some other things. The the Colts, I, I, I you know, seems like we're all leaning towards this should just be a knockout victory for Washington mm-hmm. gets them to five hundred. But Trav, is there is there is there something you're worried about? If it's not Sam, what about? Uh, this Colts team, are you worried about, or is it less about them and more about our team? Uh, Shaq Leonard is a difference maker. So if he plays, you got to watch out for him. Stefan Gilmore, he's obviously going to play. You can't test him because I forgot who he he tested Russell Wilson. He and Russell and saw what happened. So, um, for the Colts, that's one thing I fear. For us, yeah, we got to take care of the ball and be disciplined. This is another perfect setup game for a team who needs to get right to get right, no matter who's quarterback. Taylor, you got to take care of the ball. 
Gibby, I know you've been doing it well, but you still take care of the ball. B-Rob, you had a couple close call fumbles this last game that took forever to challenge on one of them. And second was like, he's already down, but that's happening way too often. Ball security. And then the defense. You let Aaron Rodgers back in the game with four defensive penalties back to back to back to back to get make it close. Other than that, we should be fine. Stay disciplined, take care of the ball, and you'll be fine. You can run, you can pass a little bit, but just take care of the ball. Now, Stoner, you brought up PFF earlier. One of those stats they put out there was Taylor Heineke had four or five turnover-worthy plays. Obviously, mm-hmm. it only ended up in one turnover. Mm-hmm. What do you think of, one, that stat, and how is that going to affect this game? That's that ball security Trevor's talking about. Are, are these turnover-worthy plays something that's going to come back to bite Washington this week against the Colts? Yeah, very simply. If Taylor Heineke plays against the Colts the way he played against the Packers, we're going to lose this game. Because yeah, he was sure. not he was not good until he got into a groove, but he got into a groove because the running game started clicking, and then he didn't have to do as much. And still, even in that second half, when everybody talks about how great he was, he was still throwing some passes up there that you would not be comfortable with. Mm-hmm. You know, the, even that last pass to Terry, he threw it not knowing, I mean, knowing that Terry was going to be somewhere around there. Oh, my just gosh. That he would catch it. And he did. But there was other plays where he was just kind of lobbing it up there and, and aiming it, it seemed like. Yeah, he can't play the same that he did against Green Bay because they will lose this game. He's got to be smarter with his passes and he's got to step into those throws man when he steps in he throws nice targeted passes and when he's on the run he throws some nice passes and uses legs more right scott turner get him outside the pocket more yeah do some rpo of running even Mm -hmm. if he doesn't run Mm -hmm. so yeah he's got to clean it up we we talk you know it's a taylor heineke uh love fest within Washington right now because of what he did. Let's not ignore the seven and eight from last year. Let's just not say the, seven and nine, seven and nine. Pick he six, was seven and eight. Or the pick okay. six Sunday. I mean, luckily we yeah, bounced. And the fumble. And, yeah. So like, right. He's got yeah. to, he's got to protect the ball more than he did against green Bay. He was not good. Gus Bus bringing this up here, that, that calf that we didn't know about until today's injury report, maybe that is something that kept him from being mobile. Could be. It, it could be related to injury or not injury, but something that he's dealing with. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, he can't play like he did against Green Bay, and we're going to be sitting here on Monday screaming about how we let a huge opportunity uh, out of our grasp by yep. losing to a Colts team because – Taylor Heineke threw two picks. Exactly. You can't have that same game that he had last week. Taylor, if you're listening or watching, no offense. This is your game to lose, bro. Like, literally. It Mm. falls in your hands. It's your game to lose. Well, I I mean, if Washington does what they've been doing the last few weeks and RTDB, Run the damn run the ball. damn ball or right. rep the district, baby. <laughs> right. <laughs> run the ball. Yeah. They have the tw- I believe the twenty second ranked uh rushing defense. The Colts do. The Colts yeah. do. Run mm-hmm. the ball forty times. Okay. Please, I'm begging you. Question. Hmm. This game is gonna be indoors again. Yeah. Will that have an effect on this team? Because I don't know if it had an effect on the team against Detroit when we played indoors. I don't know, maybe a little bit. Is that going to be a factor, going to another dome, playing on AstroTurf or whatever the field is? In terms of what? Like, if how did it affect them against Detroit? We lost. (laughs) Yeah. And did they lose because of a dome? No, but I'm just – it could be a factor. It's really loud on there. Maybe the grip isn't as good. I mean, we let somebody lay on their stomach, get up, and run for a touchdown, and it seems like we we were slipping all over the place. Man, I forgot I about mean, that play. Why did I bring up those? As dumb as it sounds, is it a factor? Hmm. I'm just wondering. Yeah. I, I think they if we're trying to, to compare the, the two teams, I think Detroit has a lot more speed than 
the Colts? Uh, than the Colts do. I think the Colts, you know, Jonathan Taylor is a good running back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, obviously one of the better running backs. But, Great I mean, he, back, yeah. he, he can't even he can't even do it behind this offensive line this year, right? You know, Stoner brought right. up they're running rushing 80 yards per game. Um and they're gonna run the ball. Pitt, Pitt, Pittman is a fine wide receiver, but He's, you know, he's proven with Wentz, he wasn't really a number one. Now, Wentz didn't exactly light the world on fire here with his wide receivers, and we are pretty high on Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, and Jahan Dotson. But Pittman doesn't doesn't excite me as far as, and this is kind of where the, the comments were talking earlier, they're not facing, you know, top wide receivers. Pittman might be on the outside of that 30 um, side of things. So, I mean, mm. we're going to see – if this defense can live up to the hype, because this is another team that they should be able to hold down like mm-hmm. the bears did. Now the bears was another team that had a poor rushing defense and Washington couldn't run the ball against them. I, I thought they, they rushed the ball fairly well against, against green Bay. Absolutely. No against Chicago. Didn't they really? run against for Chicago? No. Yards? Are you kidding me? I thought they did. Uh, um, I'm, I'm going to bring it up. Oh, you're bringing uh, up, bring it up. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I thought they did, but uh, uh, they ran I'm totally. Wrong. Oh no, Chicago! They did run 28 yeah. for 128. All right. Yeah, I'm yeah, sorry. I thought they ran the ball pretty well against. Chicago. It was because they didn't go through Gibby a lot in the first half, and then they. Yeah, that's what it was. The Brian Robinson into a, pu- a puddle yeah. of uh, dust. Uh, we got ourselves another donation this time from our friends over there at the Command This Podcast. Thanks for giving that donation. My guys, this should be a dub. I don't like the negative 2.5 to the Colts, even at home. Taylor Heineke needs to set his feet. Too many backwards, unbalanced mm-hmm. throws. Just not, not good. Yep, right? I charted yeah, those on his 33 throws. I believe it was seven that he stepped into. And the rest were either flat. Yeah, you kept saying all games thrown off that back foot, and when he did, yeah. they were lollipops. I mean, his very first throw of the game was off his back foot in the, in his own end zone, and almost threw a pick. He threw it right to two defenders <laughs> who ran into each One other. One of those turnover worthy plays. Yeah, that was definitely <laughs> yeah, he does that a lot. But man, when he steps into it, that that McLaurin touchdown, he stepped into that. The two oh. best throws, and I know the one where Terry came back and caught it. That wasn't a good throw. It was a great no, play. It was not. The best throws was the Gibby touchdown and the McLaurin touchdown. Yeah. Those were two bucket throws. He had a couple of sidearm throws that he, he threw. He scares me when he throws those. I know, but that side one. He, was so far out. It's like. He threw it right on the money to yeah, a Gary who's running. Now, and then that, he had that, another one to Samuel that he threw sidearm on the move. And then he had that avoided nice the sack and got away from him. You have you have to too because those guys are leaving their feet to block those uh, mm-hmm. uh, block those passes. Yeah. The, the you mentioned the two good throws, Trev. Not only were they throws that he stepped into, but one of the things you see that he did right during that was he was looking off the safety, yeah. gave him the space both times. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I think Pete Haley shared some stuff on this. If it wasn't, it was maybe our man uh, Jamal. Um, but they they showed it where he looked at the trip side just long mm-hmm. enough to get the safety to move over and then just throws that dart to Gibson in the back of the end zone. Perfect. The one with Terry McLaurin, you got him one-on-one. You got that safety help, you know, tr- you know, just looked him off long enough to just get that ball out there. And Terry had his man beat from the go. Like that, that ball, like if you actually look when it's thrown, Terry wasn't even like a quarter of his route. No, at that yeah. Point. I saw that on Baldy's breakdown. The ball was in the air before he even got to yeah. <laughs> yeah, before he fully got past Alexander there. He was it, that ball was already in the air. Taylor knew he he knew where he was going and he just tossed it up there and Terry brought it down. Just it's absolutely really really disappointing that since Terry's been here the best quarterback he's and the most continuity he has is Taylor Heineke. Yeah. For some reason they just connect. They just connect. And I looked at his stats the other day, just kind of checking it out. I mean, we've talked about how quiet Terry's been all year. He's on pace for like 100 catches and 1,100 yards. Right now he is? Yeah. Good. Because I remember like week two or week three or something like that, he was like 200-some yards. Yeah, I think he's at 45 catches right now, okay? And we're not halfway through, right? Right. What Mm -hmm. what are we, through? three and four, seven games? Yep. Not even halfway through, and he's at 45. So, yep, still got 10 games left. And he's got like 400 and something yards or whatever. He's on pace for probably maybe his best season. 
It's so funny. We were crazy. talking about last, last, was it last episode? He's not top 100. Yeah, we said top 100. Da, 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 da. And now this week. <laughs> well, he's not. Today. He's still not. I'm just I saying. Know. He's, yeah. he's yeah, on You pace. guys know I love me some Terry. So yeah, I'm, 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 I'm personal. And I love the way Terry gets emotional and lit on the sidelines. Like, oh, that was, I love that. That was so he good to see him getting there. fired up. Wasn't it? Mm-hmm. So good to see him fired up. It's also good seeing these two fired up from between the yeah. uprights. Gibson and B Rob are starting to hit their stride. A dose yeah. of these two, in my honest opinion, another nice rushing tack like last week gets the W. As Stoner stated, mm-hmm. we need 30 to 40 attempts. Add JD on the mix, too. That's somebody we haven't really seen this year so far is JD McKissick. Trev, what's going on with our man down there? I think. Gibby and B-Rob are either outworking him in practice or outperforming him in games when they have the opportunity. What do you need him for, Trev? B-Rob and Gibby are, are carrying the load. What do you need well, McKissick in, for? Injuries. You need him. Injuries. No, I Death. mean, what do you need him? Why Why do we care if he's if he's performing? Because the well, two we, guys in front of him are performing. Well, because we care because of what he did for us last year. Mm-hmm. The offseason, we had a chance to go be – five and one with Buffalo, but instead he came back to be three and four with us. So obviously he wanted to be here. He was a weapon for us. Mm-hmm. We didn't know what B Rob was going to do until that first preseason game. And then after the injury, I mean, I don't know. I think he's still a nice weapon. Cause like you said, you line Gibby and B Rob two back set. You bring JD McKissick in the slot with um, McLaurin and Cam Sims or whoever else is opposite of McLaurin. You still can use him in different, different ways. Mm-hmm. It's just production's gone down because he's not getting as much reps. Yeah. Because and I think we're not scheming enough for him, per se. You know what I mean? We're not dialing up enough things that he can, per se, like run. Yeah, and my point is, right now, you don't need to, is what you, I'm saying. You don't need well, to to increase his, his performance because everything running-wise, the running game, is going extremely well. Right, and I, I, I agree with that. If you're going to keep him and use him, make mm-hmm. him a pass-catching running back. Don't line him up to take carries. Like you said, we've got that cover with Gibby and Robinson. But and definitely Samuel. Use, and Samuel. But yeah. give him a carry every now and then just to throw the defense off. But if you want to keep him and use him, put him in that slot position. Make yeah. him you know, more of a receiver role or more of a pass-catching running back. I, I would definitely back. trust J.D. out there more than and, Max Milne. Yes, yeah. and he's another security blanket for Taylor Heineke. As well. Yep. J.D. McKissick, by the way, had 12 snaps against Green Bay. That was yes. good for 16%. Wow. Of, uh, of them. So, yeah. That's and- fine. Oh. That's fine right now. Now, if you if you have an injury to one of the top two guys, awesome that you have McKissick right there waiting. But he, I'm just he, saying he, that right yeah, now. Gibson takes 29 or had 29 side. snaps. Brian Robinson, 35 and so you figure if Gibson goes down for whatever reason, he pretty much just fills right into that 29. Brian Robinson goes down for whatever reason. Gibson takes that lead back roll again, and you see a little bit more J.D. McKissick. You see mm-hmm. a lot of J.D. McKissick on those guaranteed passing uh, downs mm-hmm. because his pass blocking is the best of the three. Yeah, he just knows where to go, and then he has a good outlet, like you said there, Trev, as far as uh, getting there to pass. By the way, Alex Armoth, three. Three snaps. Three plays, yeah. And one and, of them was that and second they were all to last one. <laughs> I don't know where he was on, on any of the other plays, but I saw him on that second to last one when he blasted that safety. Again, it was almost 10 yards downfield. He pushed that deep. Now, one of the things that did plague Washington was they had a lot of red zones uh, that just ended up in three points. And Commandalorian mm-hmm. brings this up. How many times have we been inside the five and not scored a TD? That's yeah. why we're three and four and, and on our backup QB, battle line and offensive coordinator. Last I checked, we still got the same line <laughs> and offensive coordinator. The offensive line has had some, some shift. Now, the offensive coordinator – he just gets into a stoner. You kind of brought it up there. He had Alex Armaugh just being a bulldozer. And you had the play there where Rogers, uh, Armani Rogers was in like a wildcat with the two, the two mm-hmm. backs flanking him. You open it up. They had good positive yardage there. And the next thing they do is they, they switch it up and, and they don't get into the, to the end zone. What yeah. do they got to do to fix their red zone problems? Just, just simplify it simplify yeah. it and get back to just bulldozing 
the offensive line is better at run blocking. Okay. They're, they're pretty good at it. There's, you know, Sadiq Charles is not the greatest, but he's better at run blocking than he is at pass blocking. Same with Notwell. Notwell is better at run blocking, and most guys are. Mm-hmm. Just simplify it. Just run, you know, just slam the ball in there. Mm-hmm. Push guys uh, mm-hmm. like we see with other teams. Is, is This is the new thing that they guys are doing. They're getting two guys behind the quarterback, and the quarterback does a sneak, and they just go and they just push him in because it's legal now. It didn't used to be legal. Now it's legal. You can push a guy. In the Did you see the Tennessee guy, the one that uh, the you coach carried? got all emotional about? Oh the yeah, center. He yeah. got injured. He he takes a few plays off, comes back, plays through the injury, and just literally picks up Derrick Henry yeah. and and moves him like six seven yards for a first down. And yes. what I'm saying, it looked like he was picking up his child who, and, and like everyone's dragging him. Like it was this like, but he just drags the whole pile six, seven yards. It was pretty amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's I, the I, easiest thing to do, man. Just, simply. I agree with you stoner. Cause for one, like here's an example of the dumbest. We were, remember we were down there and they had Taylor Heineke act like he was, you know, talking to us and that. And it was really a fade route to Cam Sims. And it was, an, remember that play stoner? Mm, was it? Somebody, somebody was it to Cole Turner? Oh, Cole Turner, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think. And it was like he tried to disguise it by doing this or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, like, just run it in. And then Green Bay, you made a comment. When they were running the ball, like, at the beginning of the game, when they were doing – they tossed Aaron Jones, went for, like, eight yards. The very next play, the toss to Aaron Jones. First down. The right. very next play, it was a – like, so just stick with it. Stick with something. Yeah. Be, be like the Joe Gibbs offense, right? Where yeah. you're just like, you're going to run that counter play until you stop it. Until you can oh, show you stop it, we're just going to keep running it. And It's uh, third and two, or third and goal at the two. And, and you line they up throw a, a fade pass yes. from, uh, to a rookie tight end. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Uh, just push the ball in the end zone. Run a draw. Just take the ball and just push it off. I mean <laughs> – there's, there's definitely lots of things they can change. Call us for um, red zone plays. In the yeah, call us. Just call we'll, we'll us. We'll pull Rodney Dangerfield. I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure it was a joke, but I saw somewhere where they were like, we're going to strip the play calling duties from our offensive coordinator and let the fans pick. Fan we have the technology. Ball, you have the technology now. Man, you're going to have you're gonna have your wide receivers gas because Yo. it's just going to be all go routes all the time. It's going to be know, a mess. They hey, do that. they should incorporate that NFL. What? If you're down within the five, not every time, but throw it up on the billboard and let the fans decide what play you want to run to score. That would be dope. Didn't they have a league? Isn't it's there a league? Johnny Manziel's in it. T.O. was in it. And that's oh, why, yeah, I mean, that's indoor, but like, they fans pick the plays. You know, <laughs> do it. Yeah, what, that's should a mess. what should we run that's here on this play in fourth and goal? Should yeah. we kick it? Should we run it? Shot like that's, that's the league. Some guy goal. smoked a blunt after throwing a game-winning touchdown. Oh, yeah, that's I, true, I, true. Let's let's maybe not copy that one. That would be, no, uh, be inside the stadium. It has to be like. In- <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's. Uh, any any last words before we get to game predictions? Yeah. Well, shout out to our guy Tony, who's Tony. Uh, it's been a minute. Since Tony's been uh, in here, him, I know he's give him a clap. his work schedule changed. Appreciate you checking in with us, Tony. I know it's been a minute. And uh, you're yeah. going to want to stick around because uh, after we do game predictions, we're going to hit that cool down. We got a huge announcement you're going to want to be here for. I was going to make a comment on that pick play. I think we tried to run that a couple of times too, and it ended up not working. Not in the red yeah. zone, but just like in the, and it ended up not being a thing. So. That would yeah, be nice keep, on pick plays, but they're keeping an eye on those pick plays nowadays, man. Yeah. You, you can't even get anywhere near a defender on those pick yeah. plays. They'll call oh, it. But, yeah, I was going right. to say also, uh, yeah, box. before uh, we go on that, go before we go on to the next segment, um, make sure you hit that like button. There's only, 30, <laughs> there's only 34 likes. Come on, we got almost 70 people in here. Let's go. Hit that we button. do appreciate everybody and make sure. Go ahead and give us a comment on what you think the game score is going to be. Who do you have? Who do you have winning this game? Trav, you said on the field, this should be Washington's game. Who are you picking? Well, I said on the field, it should be Washington's game. I gave examples why. It's still, I'm still picking Washington. And I'm going out 27 to 9. Mm. Ooh. I don't think Sam gets in the end zone, bro. I think they're all field goals. 
Wow. I think he needs this game to get ready to go for next week, then they'll score some points. But you asking a man who's been the third string all season long to come in and light it up, or at least, nah. They didn't even go to Nick Foles. I, I want to mention know. that. They didn't even go to Nick Foles. They went right they to just, Sam. They just so, went right past him. But, yeah, we win 27-9. 27 right. 9, Washington. Doug's taking Washington 31 to 13. Get your predictions in there. Stoner, I don't like you to go last because you just go against people just to go against people. So give me your game prediction for Washington at Indianapolis. Well, I mean, as I said earlier, on paper, this should be a route in Washington's favor. Uh, it doesn't usually work that way in the NFL, but this is a, this is a, team right now Washington who is riding with some confidence with two consecutive wins they're riding high with the energy of Taylor Heineke at quarterback they're starting to get healthier than they've been basically all year most for the most part Logan Thomas I think will probably play this week Dotson maybe not but they're getting there they're starting to hit their little stride every year they have about three or four games that they win in a row I think this is their period that they're going to win three or four in a row. And so I've got uh, Washington 24-10. Let's go. All right. Well, you got a lot of other people here with Washington. Commandalorian. Manscaped for the win and the Commanders 19-14. to 14. Nice. Yeah, make sure you hit up that Manscaped code. We'll we'll play the, that commercial here in just a little bit. Uh, Bonafide <laughs> Picker taking Washington 24-13. to 13. Go D's unbelting 24 to 10 Washington Got between some. the upright says Manders 20. And then he f- finishes that score. Manders 20 to 10. Eats All right, Nathan. 21 to 23 okay, Washington. That's a party foul. Yeah, it is. You can't put the lowest score first. You have you to put the do. higher score first. Party foul. Where's your flag, Nathan? Nathan, you got homework to do after the show. <laughs> And you I don't care if you hear me. You got you got homework to do. You got yeah, you got a mansplain. Yeah. I mean she she owes me. We're getting another pet, guys. So like she 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 can do she can do her own homework there. 27 to 13, Jay Divine. Just remember, uh Jay, we assume you mean the home you mean our team. Yeah. Always Washington when you don't put in the uh when you don't put in there. Tony, 26 to 16 commanders. We all throw the left hand up. Who are we? The commanders, uh, Jay Devine does correct it 27 to 13. The commanders, EP is justifying her score by saying that we are the visitors, so it's Washington 21, the Colts 23. Then that doesn't make sense. No, it's the greatest scores first, no matter who's over. We got to work on that one. Yeah, she did the visitors' home format, which doesn't work actually, Doug, because. 2123 would be the opposite yeah. of that. So I'm yeah. not sure not sure how that one works out for that. I am the last one to pick. It looks like we're going to have a clean sweep here. Washington's going to win this one. I I am with you Stoner. I'm a little worried about it. You're you're muted, but I'm I'm worried about that too, but I'm going to go 24-16 Washington. Oh, this is not good, Trev. This is not good. I know I think it was uh a bonafide picker who told us that we needed to pick all pick in the, Indianapolis. It worked yeah. for us last week. We, we all went Green against. We all picked Green Bay last week, and yeah. Washington won. I can't do it to the Colts, man. It's the Colts. I can't. They, they, this is a game they should win, right? This, I, this. So, gentlemen, I've picked against Washington the last couple of weeks, and I said mm-hmm. that I'm not going to pick them until they show me something. And they okay. show you something. And they showed me something. All right, they showed what me some fire. You, Nathan? So they showed me some fire. They showed me fire. when they're using how they're using the running backs. And wow. I'm not saying t- you know Taylor Heineke is great by any means. No. You guys know that I think that he's a, a is a backup quarterback, but the team rallies around him. And I do well, think they he never had a choice. <laughs> I do think I do think that they can put together some solid play behind him. Terry comes alive with Taylor Heineke behind center. And that's somebody you like to see. So there's enough in here that they, that they've showed me that they should beat a bad Colts team. Now they should on paper, just absolutely whack-a-mole these guys. 
but it's going to be 24 to 16 and they're probably going to have to defend another, you know, late drive oh. to, you know, to make sure that our gray hair all comes in. Yeah, it's not good for uh, Mark. I yeah, hope not I hope Taylor has formed some chemistry with other pass catchers this week because I have a feeling Stefan Gilmore is going to blanket the hell out of Terry McLaurin. And I mean, Stefan Gilmore is no slouch. You mean I like Jair Alexander did? Oh, I've never I was never believed in Jair Alexander. Oh. I mean, come on. I am a believer in Stefan Gilmore. Sure. That dude, defensive player of the year one time when he's with the Patriots. He's been in Carolina now. And then, I mean, Carolina, now he's in Indianapolis. I mean, and I think he's been studying Terry McLaurin for quite some time. So, okay. Well, well, if he blankets them, that's Curtis Samuel wide open, and I'm okay with that, too. So, yeah. so that's it's the ship, be, but I want to be Terry's coming out party because it's, it's homecoming. He's from Indianapolis. He's got like mm-hmm. 70 people coming, he said. So, it'd be nice to see him show out, but I think it's going to be kind of difficult with Stefan Gilmore blanking him against a Taylor Heineke. I should say that. I, I smell a dollar dollar coming. Okay. <laughs> we'll do yep. that. At, yeah, we'll do that. It'll be good here. Commander Lorraine pointing out, uh, yep, the Colts podcasts are saying the same exact thing about Washington. They are Absolutely. not scared about us at all. They're going to blitz the crap out of us. It's probably it's probably true, but then Obey brings it up. Washington's just going to run the dang ball. That's what they <laughs> got to do to win this game and uh, and take it away. Like Michael says, 30 to 21, Commanders. You got Pardon me. Obey 82 to three. That would be something. Uh, that's Reds, crazy. They're not Redskins weekly 20 to 17 commanders. Andre coming in the house. 31 to 15 commanders. Uh-oh. Uh, uh-oh. There it is. With our first, there it is. first pick mm. against Washington. Colts we'll right 23 now. to 20. Gregory, I love Thank that you, you bring in, you bring in that same energy every week. Thank you. You're, you're you're true to yourself, and I can appreciate that. Make is sure you get your scores in. Or is he just a fan of everybody the Commanders play? No, he's 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 a fan of the Commanders. He he has he has less faith in this team right now, which is understandable. What have they like? Yeah. I said that they've shown me enough to beat this bad Indianapolis me team. Me too. But I would if this were Philadelphia or Minnesota. Spoiler alert! In a couple weeks ahead, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the better team, which are Minnesota and Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Gregory did pick the 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 skins last week, twenty three to twenty one. So wasn't that the exact that. score? It was wasn't it twenty three twenty one. Twenty three twenty one. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm go back and verify that, Gregory Pet. <laughs> I'm gonna go back and verify it. Gus Bus taking the commanders 41 to 10. I love it. Keep that energy up. Keep in the comment section, especially because we got that big announcement coming up right after this message from our sponsor. Stick around with us. The cool down is brought to you by Manscaped. Ever since my Nathan started using their products, I can't cool down. Fellas, trust me, go to Manscaped right now and get 20% off and free shipping by using the code REF. Your ladies will appreciate you. Now back to Trev, Stoner, and my Manscaped man, Nathan. <laughs> 